Welcome to the Church Podcast, talking all things ministry to help you do church better. I'm your co-host, John Ronaldo, and I am joined here, as always, by Christopher Wesley. What's up, man? Not much. How you doing, Johnny? I'm good. Life is good. Do people call you Johnny? No. No? Okay. No, I have one friend. No, I have a couple friends who call me Johnny, but they've known me since fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though I wasn't called Johnny when I was growing up, they just kind of picked it up and so they call me it and really they're the only two or three people that that do that to this day and they'll still call me johnny but that's it nobody else yeah it's kind of interesting how we have those uh, tight-knit friendships right where like some people just call us like growing up i was wesley that was my you know that's my last name and people call me by my last name and and i know that's not unique to just where i grew up but uh you have this tight-knit group of friends that um you have nicknames for and then also the thing that really makes a tight-knit group of friends is that like movie or television show that you watch where you just rattle off quotes to one another, right? Like, uh, you know, for some generations, it might have been, um, it might have been something like uh, Caddyshack, friends. friends for John's generation. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld. Uh, you know, just uh, different things like that. So, um yeah, I mean, uh, you have those kind of tight-knit groups, and that comes from watching movies, and sometimes those clips mean something dear and, and true to us, and uh, we want to share them. And so if you're in youth ministry, if you've ever been in youth ministry, you've definitely shared a movie clip before. And we're going to kind of talk about that today, not just movie clips that we share in youth ministry, but how we share media when it comes to our ministry and why we should use media in our ministries. Uh, so John, was that a good enough transition for you? I love it. You know, I still, I still remember when I was going through, uh, my confirmation, uh, process, one of my uh, youth ministry leaders there, uh, he played a song. I don't know if you remember this song, Chris, uh, from Joan Osborne. What if God was one of us? Oh man. You remember that song? (laughs) Oh, please. Please don't. Spare all of us. (laughs) What are you critiquing my singing or just? Yes, I am. I'm critiquing my singing. Get out of here. You had commented how well I sang (laughs) Odd Last Scene, but uh, you know, like, man. You know, the. The, the song was, a, it's a secular song that was on the radio. This was in the mid nineties. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my youth ministry leader decided to use that song to foster a conversation about this idea of what if God was one of us. Now, the rest of the lyrics of the, of the, of the song aren't necessarily all that theological or, or, or deep or whatnot, but, but that refrain, that line is a really interesting question. And, and I just remembered out of all the things that we did in confirmation, that I don't remember. That's the one thing I do remember was that song and, and how we use that song to launch into a conversation or a topic. Have Chris, have you had experience like that? I'm going to be angry now for the rest of this podcast because I have the song stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> and you won't let me sing it out so that I can get rid of it. But uh, You can sing it after the podcast ends. Uh, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. But no, uh, in all seriousness, uh, to answer your question, um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can think of several songs, video clips. In fact, um, uh, Lisa Scott, a former coworker of mine, um, she grew up, she, she's about my age, and we grew up in very similar churches, even though um, they were uh, hours apart. And uh, we had, uh, we, we would joke about how her youth group and my youth group for confirmation or just youth ministry 
would use some of the same themes and songs because it was of the time, right, of the, those 90s. And then also it was just so cliche, right? So if I were to go through my confirmation retreat and, and, and anyone who is in there, uh, anyone who was a teenager in the like mid nineties, all right. Um, yeah, you know, so mid thirties to early forties, I want you to kind of create a, a, a chart and check off like how many things you, you have experienced. All right. So if you were in youth ministry around my time uh, and uh, went on a confirmation retreat or not, you probably saw these two movies, uh, the breakfast club, and uh, Dead Poets Society, right? Um, are, you, are John's nodding? Are you nodding because you? Uh, I, I'm nodding, book? not not because we used it on retreats, but I actually to this day still use a clip from Dead Poets Society for for a couple of workshops I do. All right, all right. So is it the one where they're playing soccer, or and he's having them march around in rhythm, or things no, like that? No, no, no. no. Okay. But tell us, right. tell us. Go. No, no. Well, I mean, like, there's there's a whole bunch of scenes with that. So those are those are two uh, right there. Rudy was another one um, as well. And uh, so those were like the three big films that I recall. Um, songs uh, would have been, um, you know, something James Taylor or Van Morrison, like Full Force Gale or How Sweet It Is or, you know, um, or I think the, the ultimate was Lean On Me, uh, you know, or Stand By Me or anything that had to do uh, you know, with, with fellowship and that. So, so those were the big films and the big, um, the big songs. Then when I became a youth minister, I feel like the big cool clips to use. And I think this was the best thing to happen to youth ministry um, ever was Napoleon dynamite. Right. And uh, I think there were so many things that we pulled from Napoleon dynamite, whether they were like helpful or not, there's so much that we pulled from that movie that I, I think like that needs to belong in every handbook of, of youth ministry. Um, you know, how to use Napoleon dynamite effectively. Uh, <laughs> that was exhausted. And we tried to do that with Nacho Libre, um, but not so much. And I feel like after that, um, it's been a little bit, it's been a little bit harder and yet easier to pull video clips. I mean, harder because it's harder to find films. And this is probably what we'll get into. It's harder to find films where you show a clip where a student might be interested in it and you're like, okay, now go watch the whole, whole film, right? Because you might find a really great clip, but the rest of the film's inappropriate or it's not great. But yeah, it's easier to pull clips now because of things like YouTube and Vimeo um, where you can pull those clips down and, and show them in a PowerPoint and, and everything. So I know that we're to totally talking about youth ministry, media and everything like that, but you mentioned that you're using it in talks today. Yeah, you know, the, the, it's, it's funny how both of us remember clearly some of the movies or songs that, that impacted us in a ministry context. Uh, and, and, and the reason for this particular episode, this podcast episode, is to talk a little bit about that, is that use of media is, is really essential in our ministry. And, and regardless of what age people are, whether it's adults, children, teens, anywhere in between, because the reality is songs speak to us in different ways. Movies speak to us in different ways. TV shows speak to us in different ways. I mean, we can all probably know which songs uh, in our lives, whether it was used in ministry or not, uh, have an emotional 
toll on us the moment we listened, as we remember an experience we had with that song 20 years ago, right? We all remember movies that tugged on us and maybe even made us cry. Okay, I cry all the time. I admit that. Uh, movies, I, I, Disney movies, I cried almost every single one of them, right? Uh, I'm okay with this, uh, you know, so it's okay. Um, but we all can think of these movies uh, and, and songs. And, and that just goes to the idea of how powerful media usage is and why we should be using it in ministry in a lot of different ways. Now, Chris, you describe different movies that you use, and clearly uh, we have a slightly different taste <laughs> in music and movies, and that's okay. Oh, because... Hold on, time out, time out, time out. I'm, I'm not judging it. it. I'm not judging it. This is what it. I was yeah. exposed to. Outside of Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> I believe, and people can go back and listen to this, Napoleon Dynamite is the only one that said that I said that I used, that I liked. Everything else was bestowed <laughs> on me. Fair enough. And, and Fair so, enough. yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but but I, we want to talk a little bit about that. What are some strategies about how we use media in ministry today and how do we use it effectively? Um, because I, I think almost every workshop I do now when I go and, and travel and do some things is I'm always using some sort of media clip, whether it's a movie clip or something, I've uh, a TED Talk or, or something from YouTube, I pull it down. And you're right, Chris, it's easier today now than it's ever been because of social media, because of uh, all this stuff is online and it's easy to get. But, but let's talk about, I want to talk a little bit about that, of why media is important. And I just want to start with, like, I think when you're doing any sort of session, uh, starting with a movie clip, for instance, I think is really powerful. Again, a movie clip that, that speaks to your particular topic. And the reason I, I like to use a movie clip in particular is, be, especially a movie that is maybe really well known. Uh, or people have at least some exposure to is because it, it starts immediately draws them in to the conversation because there is this idea of like, well, there's this movie uh, that I've seen and like, oh, he's using a movie and we're gonna, I know we're going to talk about God or something theological or something biblical or whatever like that, but he's using this famous movie that's out there, say the greatest showman, you know, to kind of get a point across. And so movie clips and songs really start to draw people into the topic. Chris, do you agree or disagree with the, the, the idea that these clips engage people in a way that might be different than if I just started talking about a topic? Um, I think they can, but I don't think they always do. Hmm. Uh, and so as you were talking, the one thing that came into my mind were all the people who have misused media Mm. And it's actually made their talk worse than if they didn't have any technology, right? So can, can you share an experience of that? Because I think that's really interesting <laughs> to hear. Yeah, yeah. So I've been to um, presentations before where uh, people have used a clip that was popular, um, you know, and um, but it just didn't seem to make sense to the flow of what they were talking about or um, people who have used clips just to get everyone's attention, you know, to break the tension. Um, and um, <clears throat> I don't think like uh, it broke the, it broke the tension maybe, but it didn't grab their attention, mm -hmm. you know? And I think there's a, a huge difference in that. I think it's like any other tool, like people who use props, right? Um, I think you can be just as effective with props as you can with media. In fact, media is a prop, right? Um, people who use props can either do a really great job or, or not. It's the same thing with analogies. Um, people can use analogies really well or, or not. Um, media is a tool that you can use in your speaking. And I don't think the rule is that you have to use media, 
but that if you do use media, you need to use it well. Um, same thing with songs. You know, I think back to, all right, just to go back to my college and high school days when I would give a talk, right? There were several retreats I went on where you were asked to share a song that um, like kind of epitomized your talk, you know? And so I remember giving a talk about, you know, seeing how God has made you, right? And, and being as God has made you. And this was in high school. And I used the Nirvana song, Come As You Are, right? Because of that, that verse, Come As You Are, Come, you know? But if you listen to the rest of the song, it's just, no, it's not a good song to put it on a retreat. It's not a good song to, um, you know, have with that talk. And so, I, again, that's an example where, uh, you know, some people might overlook that. Some people might miss that, but that's a misuse of that media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think you should use media for media's sake. I think it's a skill that people should learn how to use, but I think people need to, um, you know, use with caution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I appreciate you saying that because it, it could go off the wire there pretty quickly. Um, you know, but again, I, I think intentional thought, prayer, and discernment goes into, okay, what's your topic? Say, say you're doing a, a session on a particular topic. You know, is there a movie clip? Is there something that comes to mind that really fits in? And that's really what, how I use media it, is something that, that can ex- help me explain the message. So a couple episodes ago, we were talking about apprentice-based evangelization and catechesis, right? And we used the Karate Kid as an example of that. Uh, and, and, and the reason I, I mentioned the Karate Kid is this idea of an apprentice and that Daniel was an apprentice to Miyagi, right? And, and, and I use that clip because it, it is perfect to help people understand what an apprentice is and what it looks like, right? And, right. and, and the idea of modeling action and whatnot. Okay, so we're not, we don't have to rehash that particular podcast. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's very narrow, right? Your, your use of, of media clips of, and of songs is narrow to, get, to help you get your point across. That's the key. So it's not, as you say, to just use it, but it's to help you get whatever your message is across. And, and, and there, are, there are countless ways that we, we can do that via, via movies and music. And, uh, and, and I just think it's an important aspect of what it is that we do. But you have to be really intentional about that. So, so Chris, let's, let's get practical here. You're so yeah. good at kind of helping us there, get practical. Yeah, there are some rules, right? So I think the first thing is... Um, any media you use needs to be an extension of yourself, right? And so this is where I've seen it really done well. Uh, Doug Fields, who wrote um, Purpose Driven Youth Ministries, this ministry guru, I've seen him um, give this talk before where he, um, you know, uses pictures from, you know, those uh, haunted houses uh, where if you Google like haunted house reactions, you see people getting freaked out and like these still forms and everything like that. And he was able to use uh, this humor, which is a part of his humor, which is very sarcastic and dry. And these pictures complemented that very well. So I'd say any type of media you use, make sure it complements who you are as an individual. If you're more, you know, um, serious, you know, uh, stay away from the goofy stuff, right? Like, don't use that. Like you mentioned before, you were critiquing my choices before Napoleon Dynamite, right? I'm a total goofball. I'm a middle school guy at heart. Napoleon Dynamite fits that really well. So rule number one is, your media needs to be an extension of who you are because that's storytelling. That's sharing with the audience who you are. Second rule is uh, similar to that is know your audience, right? So I love the karate kid analogy. I think karate kid is a great film, but if we're honest, 
I don't think I would show that to anyone in my youth ministry today because it's been 30 years since the first one came out. And so, um, you know, kids might get the concept of it, but they're not going to relate to it. They're not going to connect to it. Um, so really who is your audience, you know, um, and be careful with that. Uh, I, I think, um, the third rule that I would throw in there too is, um, is don't, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying before, as you're creating a message or a talk, um, you know, it's one thing to, um, go out and research different media that might work. So don't try to fit media into your talk. Let media be something that inspires that talk. So one thing that if you're a communicator, if you're a pastor or a youth minister, or um, someone who communicates, right? Start capturing different clips, start recording different movies and songs that you hear and put them in like a database or storage like Evernote or Dropbox or uh, um, you know, a, a Google Doc so that you can go back to and say like, oh yeah, this was in The Greatest Showman, this was a great example of being who you are, right? Or in, um, uh, you know, in Karate Kid, this is a great example of, uh, you know, trusting the process, you know, things like that. So that as you're writing that talk or that message, you can pull out from there. Because I think so many times we're like, I need to use media and I'm going to rush and I'm going to just put that in there. So those would be the first three rules that I would advise to anyone who's trying to use media. Uh, John, what are your thoughts on that? I, I really like that, the, especially your first one, the idea of that extension of yourself, of who you are. And I actually hadn't thought about that until you said that, you know, I, you know, I have children at home. Right. And so, uh, I use, I talk about my children. I talk about family. And so I use Disney clips a lot, you know, in a lot of different places. Finding Nemo is one I use regularly, for instance, you know, uh, and I use these clips, um, because it truly is an extension of, of who I am and, and, and what I like to watch <laughs> as, as part of it as well. And so, but I think it's important as you, as an extension of who you are, is also know, know the movie well, right? You know, uh, as opposed to just know, seeing the clip and watching the clip, you know, really, I think it's important to actually watch the entire movie, you know, right. so that you understand the context of the clip, right? And so, so none of the movie clips I use are ever been movies that I have not seen. Uh, right. And I think that's an important piece in terms of the extension. You know, there, I was just, <clears throat> as you were talking about this, Chris, I was uh, online trying to look for some of the resources that are out there because I know group publishing, for instance, in the past has had a resource where basically they had a book uh, that, that had, that used movie clips and basically mm -hmm. had a whole bunch of movie clips based on theme, right? It had to categorize by theme. Uh, and then it gave you some Bible verses that were part of it and some discussion questions. And so there are resources out there like that. It, and uh, I'm going to find a link or two and I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so if you just go uh, to this episode, uh, episode 83, um, and go to the website, thechurchpodcast.org, uh, I'll find one, uh, a couple of these resources for you and post it on the website. Yeah. And, uh, you know, IMDB is a great resource for that, um, internet database.com. So IMDB.com is, um, it'll give you parental ratings on that. It'll give you a synopsis of, of things that are in there. It won't break down the clip, but it'll help you with movies and everything. And then, yeah, just go through YouTube, um, or Vimeo and, and look for those clips. Talk to other people who have used media, people that you respect who have used it as well before. But, um, yeah, it's, I think it's, uh, um, Go, and going back to the, like the first two rules I threw out there. Yeah. You need to know what you're presenting um, and not just that clip, but the whole 
film the whole movie because again, like you don't want to recommend, even if it's a great clip, you don't want to recommend the whole movie if it's not appropriate. Um, and, uh, um, and at the same time too, even if it is an extension of yourself, if it doesn't connect with your audience, uh, then that can be uh, a little disastrous. I can think of one speaker who has this video um, that I showed the teens and, and I made a snafu of not really reviewing it before the video teaching, but uh, he uses an example of, uh, of an, a musical artist and a film of his time, of his generation. And we're talking about the artist is like, you know, 30 years ago and the film is from like 25 years ago. And it did not land with our students. Our students were like, this guy is corny and dumb. And it's just, it, they looked at me very angrily, you know, and it's just kind of like, all right, you know, that, that totally makes sense. Um, so yeah, if you've used, you know, clips from The Breakfast Club or Dead Poet Society or Rudy or Shawshank Redemption or something like that, like if it's to an older audience that might get that, that's totally fine. But if you're speaking to a younger audience, you got to start looking for new video clips um, and new and new music as well. Um, I think that is uh, definitely, definitely important right there. Um, I think one other rule that I'd like to add, Chris, yeah. in terms of that is the length. <clears throat> you don't want to show a 10 minute clip. It's too long. Uh, you know, so five minutes and under max, it really is, I think, kind of a good threshold because again, you want to get people thinking about the movie clip in terms of the context of whatever your talk is, right? You don't want them getting thinking about just the, the movie, right? And, and 10 minutes is just too long. There's too many themes. There's too many things, too many dialogues, too many pieces to take out of that. And so really five minutes or less, I think is really a perfect example of this. And in terms of a song, like you can use the whole song because songs are usually less than five minutes. <clears throat> but sometimes it's just focusing in on on a couple minutes of the song that really get to the point and then fade it down quietly and and uh, <clears throat> and then get into the discussion there. Yeah, yeah, and you know, a, a tool that I recommend um, for that. I mean, what's nice about YouTube and Vimeo is they allow you to clip what uh, length of the clip you want to um, you want to uh, show. Um, but I use a, a resource called Wondershare all my tube. I know that sounds funny, but Wondershare all my tube as in T U B E as in YouTube. Right. And, uh, that allows you to download and, and use, um, that video clip, obviously, you know, not for, um, uh, distribution of uh, commercial purposes, but you know, for, for simply sharing, um, when you don't have Wi-Fi, and that would bring me, I think to the fifth rule, uh, that we mentioned today, which is have a backup plan, you know, um, you live by technology and this goes back to a podcast we've talked about before live by the technology you're going to die by technology too and i'm sure john you've been in that situation before where the wi-fi doesn't work or buffering happens or an update happens or the video clip doesn't work or your, your keynote fails always make sure that you can still present without that video clip uh that video clip is icing on the cake it's a decoration you know to the room but it should not be unless you're presenting on movies it should not be the like the core of what you're doing because it will fail you at some point. It's not like uh, when uh, it's when it will fail you that you have to address, not if it will fail you. So, so that's yeah. important. Totally, to, totally been there, done that. I remember a couple of conferences I was at, I had used a video clip and as much as I check it and, and, and make it work, then when the time comes to press play in the presentation, it doesn't work. And you're like, Okay, moving on. So yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, that's an important piece to, to be flexible with that. 
Um, but again, I think as, as we wrap up, I think that's an, I think media can be really important because it, mm-hmm. it does, it draws us in emotionally when it's done well with all the rules mm-hmm. that we mentioned, you know, it draws us in emotionally and it kind of uh, brings alive whatever the topic is. And so I think it's worth, if you're a minister working with young people, with adults, doing a Bible study, um, <clears throat> whatever it may be, certainly as a, as a, a speaker or a presenter at a workshop, doing some research to see are there video clips that would really enhance what we're trying to do. And I think that's it, right? It enhances. It's not, it's not the presentation, but it enhances doing some research on that because it makes a difference. Uh, and, and it's impactful and it's emotional and it makes a, a relevant connection to the lives of the people that, uh, that we're talking to our audience. And I think that's, I think it's important. I'm, I'm a big fan of using media in ministry. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, we'll share a couple of those links for people to check out uh, different places. They can learn more about movies or video clips. Um, definitely feel free to reach out to John and I about things that we've used before. And we're not just talking about movies and music, but also just images as well. Um, you know, making sure that um, you are uh, using images that are engaging. In fact, if you're looking for really good images for free, uh, free like so photo stock uh, images, go to pixabay.com. Um, definitely recommend or Flickr. Um, that's F-L-I-C-K-R.com um, or pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com. We'll have those in the show notes for sure for images, YouTube and Vimeo for videos. Um, for music, uh, you know, uh, I don't have a free resource for music out there, although you can find music videos on YouTube as well. Um, you'll just have to check out iTunes or find someone who's got, a, a, I guess, Spotify, if you have a Spotify account, but there you have a little bit less control over those things. Anyway, we'll have all of that in our show notes. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, if you have questions or if you have uh, resources or tools you want to recommend, shoot us an email at questions at thechurchpodcast.org. Or you can reach out to us through the website at thechurchpodcast.org. You can also connect with John personally at John Ronaldo or johnronaldo.com. You can reach me at Marathon Youth Ministry or marathonyouthministry.com. All right, John. Um, last kind of question to wrap this up before we jump into prayer. What is your favorite movie clip to use in your pre- presentations of all time what's your favorite movie clip of all time to use in your presentation man it changes um if i had to choose one right now um i am using the clip from the greatest showman uh where the the where zach efron and zendaya's characters do the song on the trapeze um and i use it as a message of of love, God's love for us, God's endless pursuit for us, and it, and it's kind of a really good fit for cool. for that particular message. So. Cool, awesome, awesome. What about you? Is there one that you use? Um, there, you know, it's funny because I don't use a lot of um, movie video clips. I'll use uh, uh, different like just YouTube clips, and, and one that I, I always go to to break the tension. Right, is uh, this Trip and Tyler. Uh, uh, and it's all about different types of laugh, um, laughter, and it's it's totally goofy. You wouldn't appreciate it, John, because you you have a more sophisticated style of humor. <laughs> Hardly. I will share the one movie clip that I've never been able to use because of uh, a little bit of language, but I think it's such a great video clip to show on prayer. Is from Talladega Nights, 
uh, the sweet baby Jesus. Have you ever seen Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell? I have not. Oh my no. Gosh, John, come on. No, I'm just kidding. But um, just look it up on YouTube, and we'll talk about it later. But uh, Talladega Nights, uh, um, prayer with Will Ferrell and sweet baby Jesus, and it is hilarious. But anyway, enough of that. John, will you close us in a real prayer? <laughs> Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, God, for all the gifts that you have given us to use in our ministry, especially the use of media, songs, movies, video clips, Lord. Um, give us discerning hearts, Lord, that as we, we look to use these as a resource to um, to, for our ministry, that they, they point to you, Lord, that they help us share a deeper message about your love for us and, 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 and who you are in our world today and how we can become disciples of yours uh, and more closely follow you. So, Lord, help us uh, in our ministry. Guide us, watch us, help us in our discernment, Lord, uh, so that we can constantly better serve you and better serve the church in all that we do. In your name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.